welcome to the Family Devotional. Brought to you by Children Can. Hello and welcome to today's Family Devotional. Today's story is about a boy called Adam and a special visitor who came to visit him. Adam was a young boy who lived in an old house. The house had been built by his great-great-grandfather and at least one person from his family had lived in it for the last 200 years. Now, just because I said the house was old, I don't want you to think that it was big. In fact, the house was about the same size as your living room. But even though it was small, it was perfect for Adam and his family. In one corner of the room was the kitchen. It had a small stove on which Adam's mum would cook the tastiest food you can imagine. Next to the kitchen was a small table where two people could sit to eat, or Adam sometimes sat to do some colouring. Opposite the kitchen corner was the cosy corner. There was no couch or sofa, just a pile of beanbags that were so comfortable to sit in that when you sat there you didn't want to move for hours. The house didn't have a second floor. Instead, the beds were attached high up on the wall. Every night, to get to bed, you had to climb up a ladder and every morning you had to climb carefully down. If you were half asleep, you may have found that a bit tricky, but Adam had been doing it all his life and he was used to it. The only thing the little house didn't have was a bathroom. On wash days, there was a big tin bath outside that Adam would wash in, even in wintertime. You can imagine it was pretty cold. And there was a shed next door to it with a toilet inside. Adam loved his house. He didn't ever dream of living in a bigger palace. He didn't even dream of buying a bigger home. He just dreamt the happy and contented dreams of his happy and contented life. One night, Adam heard a noise at the door. And when he opened it, you will never guess who was there. I mean, you will never guess. I mean, there's absolutely no way that you will work out who was at the door until I tell you. Adam opened the door to see who'd been making the noise and saw nobody. Not even one person was in sight. When Adam closed the door and turned around, he saw in the middle of a rug a small mouse. The mouse looked cold and hungry and Adam was such a caring boy that he found an old sock for the mouse to sleep in and a few crumbs of bread and a chunk of cheese for him to feed on. The mouse seemed pretty tame and accepted all of Adam's kindness. For days Adam took care of the mouse until one day he saw a poster in the town declaring that the princess had lost her pet mouse. It was offering a reward to anyone who would return it. It turned out that Adam's mouse actually belonged to the princess. Adam discovered that his mouse was more special than he'd imagined. Oh, oh, I know what this story's teaching us about. It's like Jesus is the mouse who nobody thought was anything special, but actually he was really special. I guess it could be about that, but it would be strange to compare Jesus to a mouse owned by someone else. Jesus is more than God's pet. He is God's son. No, this story is to help us understand something more about the shepherds in the nativity story. The shepherds. Yes, yes. the shepherds. The shepherds. Yes. yes, the shepherds. The shepherds. I have literally just told you three times. Yes, it's the shepherds. But they were poor and dirty and smelly and hold on a minute. The shepherds may have been a bit smelly. Sneaky. After all, they were looking after the sheep at night when the angels appeared to them. But these shepherds weren't as ordinary looking as you would think. Were they secretly superheroes? No. 
Are you sure? Yes. How do you know? Because they didn't have any special superpowers. They didn't fly around the world saving people and they didn't wear silly clothing. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. That would have been amazing. Yes, it would have been, but they weren't. What they were was Levites. Levites? Yes, members of the special tribe of priests. Their job was to look after the sheep belonging to the temple. Their most important job was to raise the lamb who would be used as the Passover sacrifice. Yeah, you lost me there. The Glassover what? Not Glassover, Passover. Every year, the Jewish people celebrate a special feast called Passover when they remember that God had saved them from slavery in Egypt hundreds of years ago. Oh, I love this story. There are plagues of frogs and blood. Me, me, pick me. I know all about this story. Go on then. The Israelites had to put the blood of a lamb on the doorpost so that the angel of death wouldn't kill their children. That's right. And every year after that, they would choose a lamb to sacrifice. Oh, that lab must have been really special. It was, and these shepherds in the nativity story were the ones who were looking after the Passover lamb. Wow! Not only that, but when Jesus grew up, he was killed for us, just like the Passover lamb had been killed to protect the Israelites. He died so that we would be protected from the effects of our sin. When he died, he took our sins away. Amazing! So the Passover lamb shepherds were sent by the angel to see the baby who would become like the final Passover lamb. (laughs) Exactly. It's all pretty serious stuff. I could lighten things up and tell some jokes if you like. Go on then. Yay, joke time! What do you get when you cross a kangaroo and a sheep? I don't know. What do you get when you cross a kangaroo and a sheep? A woolly jumper! (laughs) What do you call a sheep with no legs? I don't know. What do you call a sheep with no legs? A cloud! (laughs) Brilliant. Let's pray together. Thank you, God, that you sent these special shepherds to see you. Thank you that this is yet another clue that shows that Jesus is the one that you sent to earth to die for us. We praise you, God. Amen. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time. Bye. This production was made by Children Can. To find out more about us, go to www.childrencan.co.uk.